Welcome to episode 27 of the RSA Resident and Student Podcast Series, a production of the American Academy of Emergency Medicine Resident and Student Association. RSA is an accessible, collaborative organization that fosters innovation, education, and advocacy for residents and students in emergency medicine. In this episode, Dr. Pooja Gopal, resident at the University of Illinois at Chicago and RSA Education Committee Chair, speaks with Dr. Farine Zaver, faculty at the University of Calgary in Canada and COO of the Academic Life and Emergency Medicine Chief Resident Incubator, and Dr. Maggie Sheehy, Global Health Leadership and Innovations Fellow at Massachusetts General Hospital. Today, Drs. Gopal, Sheehy, and Zaver discuss methods to increase academic productivity during your chief year. Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of AEM RSA Podcast. I'm Pooja Gopal, a current resident at University of Illinois at Chicago and vice chair of AAEM Education Committee. This is an exciting episode because we're recording at Fort Lauderdale at CORD Academic Assembly 2017. Here today, we have two very accomplished individuals who I'm going to actually let them introduce themselves. And we'll start off with Dr. Maggie Sheehy. Hello, everyone, and thank you for having us here today. My name is Maggie Sheehy, and I did residency also at University of Illinois Chicago. I'm currently a Global Health Leadership and Innovations Fellow at Massachusetts General Hospital, and I am the outgoing Chief Operating Officer of the Chief Resident Incubator for Academic Life and Emergency Medicine. And I'm Farin Zaver. I did my residency training at George Washington University in D.C., and then moved my way back to Calgary, Canada, which is where I'm currently faculty at, at the University of Calgary. I am the new COO of the Chief Resident Incubator on Academic Life and Emergency Medicine, and, and I'm also on the core team for both LEM as well as Canadium. Awesome. So one of the lectures Dr. Sheehy and Dr. Zavier you're doing is entitled Go Beyond, Methods to Increase Academic Productivity During Chief Year. And so to make this a little more applicable to all of our listeners, we're going to kind of broaden this to residents in general. So one of my first questions is, what are some strategies for increasing academic productivity for residents? So I think one of the first big things is creating those bigger picture long-term goals. Asking yourself, what do I want my legacy to be? Breaking this down into more tangible steps over the course of the year or over your residency program. So that's kind of the first step I would suggest. Absolutely. And once you have set those steps, really thinking about how you're going to grow, both grow the project and yourself. So we recommend that each two weeks or month, you take time and really look back, say, how have I grown this project and how have I grown myself professionally? One of the other big tips that I always give is get a personal board of directors. So this is a group of people you consult regularly to get advice and feedback. Not a single successful productive corporation doesn't have a board of directors. The people you choose should have different contributions to make to your thinking. The people on your board should know more about something than you know, be better at that something, or offer a completely different point of view. What are some ways or what is an approach someone can take to start to build a board of directors, personal board of directors? So I think one of the big things is thinking about what is the goal that you're looking at? So are you interested in education, in academics, in admin? And then thinking about who are some of the leaders in that specific field. And from that, 
then looking to see how do I then use these types of people, the leaders in the area of interest, to pull back to become part of that board of directors. So really, it's the leaders in the field that you're trying to target. Absolutely. We also recommend that you have people from different times in your life, different periods, as well as different areas. So not everyone should be in medicine and not everyone should know you from your residency years because your priorities change and it's important to have people that know you and can advise you as a whole person. So our next tip is going to be work locally and think globally. Share your innovations, reflections, and feedback on things you have done in the EM community. We are all smarter as a crowd. Even if your innovation failed, many will likely have thought of trying the same thing at their institution, and everyone can be improved by sharing the ideas. Another big one, especially coming from the world of foam, is to get a Twitter account and hear the conversations on social media on the topics that interest you most. Things like education, leadership, innovation, and make sure that you're following those kind of key people in those areas to really move yourself forward. And we also recommend trying to attend one professional development conference in your residency time. Try and attend the teaching course, Harvard Macy's teaching program, Keynotable, or some other conference with specific tangible lessons learned that will advance you in leadership or education. How can residents be involved in more academic scholarship? Any suggestions? So I think one of the big things is having someone to hold you accountable for your goals towards academic scholarship. So whether it's a co-resident, a faculty member, whether it's a mentor, that board of directors we talked about, and really having them keep you focused on whatever it is is your academic scholarship that you've decided. You want to professionally develop your career during this time. And one of the biggest tips that we've learned from Michelle Lynn is to make everything count twice. If you've put in the time, the effort, the research for a lecture, turn it into a blog post or a podcast. If it's an innovation for education at conference, write it up for SAM, CORD, or the idea series on Alium. What are some ways residents can collaborate, either with other residents or with educators? So again, back to social media, one of the big areas and ways to collaborate is to use these outlets. So Twitter, Facebook, kind of whatever it is that you're using, and that way you can see what other people are working on. If there's a project or something that's been posted that you're interested in or an area you're working on and you see someone post something, this is the perfect person to reach out to and see if you can either get on board with their current initiatives or to collaborate with them. Slack can also be of great use. It is a virtual communication platform that many companies use to bring all your communication together in one place. It's real-time messaging, archiving, and searching for modern teams and allows you to virtually work and develop projects together. And then, of course, once you do have this team that you're working together with, trying to use project management apps, so things like Google Drive, Dropbox, OneDrive, these are all ways in which multiple people can work on a single document or a single task at the same time or together. So really kind of building on that collaborative effort. And as we're here at CORD, this next one is to go to a conference, participate in hackathons. It allows you to brainstorm and achieve strong collaboration products or projects. So one of the things you alluded to is networking. How would you encourage residents and students to potentially network And what exactly do you think it entails? 
So I think this is one of the most important skills that can be kind of a value add, having this incredible network of people that you can lean on and go to when you're starting a new initiative, et cetera. Of course, this is after you've kind of built those foundational skills at being a good doctor, but that can kind of go hand in hand together. So one of the first things to think about is who your current network is now. Who do you already know and who do they know? These are the first kind of people that you can go to to say, hey, I know that you're friends with so-and-so or you've done a project with so-and-so. Could you please, you know, email connect us or link us up at a conference and get that introduction to meet that new person? Also, take the effort to network, meet, connect with people who cross your path. You don't need to network with a motive or you need something from them or they need something for you. Make natural connections with people without a specific reason. You never know where something might lead and what sort of project might come from it. And then, of course, going back to things like CORD or conferences in general, this is an amazing place to network. Just going to conferences in an area of interest means that the people in that room are also following that same area of interest as you. So this is a natural way to be around these like-minded people and build these networks. Outside of conferences, you can think about joining interest groups or other projects that might interest you, and you're going to naturally be surrounded by those same types of people. And remember that the people that are considered famous or are big names, they're just like you, and they're going to be excited to have you come talk about research that you're also interested in. They're going to be happy to be approached. So definitely say hi, ask a question about their lecture. They'll be happy to talk to you. Those are wonderful suggestions. Any other general tips for or suggestions for residents? I mean, there's so many opportunities to get involved and to collaborate. So don't duplicate your efforts. Work together with other residents, whether it's within your own program, residents at other programs, faculty, either at your program or elsewhere, on this idea that you have and build a bigger, better version of the strategy, curriculum, or whatever it is that you're trying to build. So really work together. Residency is a great time to figure out where your interests lie. So say yes to projects. Say yes to projects that aren't necessarily in the scope of what you thought you might want to do in the long term. But make sure that you don't overcommit. Really take on projects that you're excited about or that you're working with people that you would like to work with. But it's important to be able to deliver on the things that you're signing up for. And you could potentially burn a lot of bridges if you do not. Wonderful. Those were excellent tips and I know very useful, at least for me and hopefully for our listeners too. Thank you again, Dr. Sheehy and Dr. Zaver for taking the time to talk to us. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Hope you join us next time. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast from the American Academy of Emergency Medicine Resident and Student Association. For more information about RSA, please visit our website, www.aaemrsa.org. Listen to all podcasts in this series and explore the ways you can get involved with RSA. Join us again next episode for another topic of importance for emergency medicine residents and students. 